You're now listening to The Real. Man, I appreciate them dudes for talking about The Raw. Wait, they were talking about The Relatable. That's exactly what I've been going through. The Relentlessly Real Podcast. Yo, 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 yo. We are here. We for another here. amazing episode. What's going on, uh, guys? I'm, I'm glad to see everybody here. Welcome to the Let's Real Podcast, where we discuss real, raw, and relatable topics. Thank you so much for t- taking the time to listen to the podcast today. Let's kick this off with some introductions, man. My name is John. My name is Mike. And I am in dire need of a vacation. Yes, you are. You are clearly because you're so far away from your mic. Uh, pause. And yeah. also, uh, we have a. I'm sorry. We have a special guest in the building. Uh, none other than the, the uncomparable. No one's compared to him. No one can can bring. Actually, production. We got Jesus. Okay, wait. I said production. I, I literally said production. Right. You said no one could compare to him. I was just. You're right. You're right. I did kind of tee it up for uh, Jesus to come in, but we do have someone a little less than Jesus, Jamal. Uh, he is on the podcast with us today, man, to help us have a little conversation, man, about this. So welcome, Jamal, to the podcast, bro. What's going on, people? What's going on? Uh, I don't think I've ever had an introduction like that. That. Yeah, that that a, might, little, a little less than Jesus. I don't think anyone's ever said that to me either. I'm like, <laughs> is she? Jesus and then Jamal, guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, yo, listen, we are about to have another amazing episode because the last time we were here, we had a conversation saying, Do women want to be wives? Do women want to be wives? And we had a, a very, I like to use over and over again in that podcast episode, a very robust conversation about this, uh, this, this thing of this idea of women becoming wives, and we had. Actually, you may not notice Jamal's taken because we had Alicia who just said hello. Hey, Alicia. Uh, we had Alicia on the podcast who is Jamal's wife, and she brought the fire. I mean, people was like, girl, thank you. I'm gonna listen to Beyonce because now I feel like I, I feel like somebody heard me and and, and I, they felt charged up and they went with a battery yeah. in their back and lit the city on fire. Uh, so thank you so much to Alicia. And now we're gonna have her husband. All right, her husband gonna come in. I don't know what he's gonna say and or do today. It might get a little bit uh, dicey. I don't know, but we're excited. That's a tough act to follow, man. I know, man. It's yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, that, that's your wife, bro. You married her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that's right. You, <laughs> you did that, right? Uh, so anyway, guys, we're gonna jump right into the. We're gonna t- jump into the conversation in like literally a couple of minutes. But before we do that, I do still have a question today, yes. and it's actually pertaining to dating. And I know a lot okay. of us haven't dated in a minute, but we can, you can still say, you know, marriage, whatever, dating, whatever it can be. But with the person you maybe it was your spouse or when you dated or what have you, question today is this. Should the first date be upscale or should it be a chill location? Should the first date be upscale or a chill location? And the reason that I ask this question is because I've seen both sides of the equation where it's an upscale thing and it's like, yo, if it's upscale, then you're kind of showing off and showing her, hey, baby, I'm, I'm going to take this. I'm going to take care of you. I got you, et cetera. And you kind of set a certain tone, right? But if you take it to a chill zone, it's more or less like, yo, I want to connect with you. And then a lot of times I know in uh, TikTok history, people are talking about like, yo, I get played a lot. I don't want to spend a lot of money because I'll go on a lot of first dates or whatever case may be. And the girl tries to use me up. When I go on these dates, they try to like run the bill up or whatever, and then that'll be the last date. So the question of the day is, should the first date 
be upscale or chill location? What say ye? I so I, I you I don't think you should be like taking nobody to no McDonald's on no day. <laughs> like that's just Why not? like I don't think you should. I think at like at least Wendy's. Like Man, literally, look, at least that, Wendy's. I think that McFlurry be busting. Wendy's upscale it because the McDonald's the ice cream machine is not going to work. Never you know, Wendy's right. that frosty Never is ever. guaranteed. That frosty machine is guaranteed to be operational. So, so I think everybody you should go out with Terrence. My Wendy's and that. I think you should be upscale and get, get that five for that five for five at Wendy's. But you get you know like. And, and, sir, and, sir, and get a little uh, what is it called? I forget what the frosty is. Where you know you got the, the keychain thing with it too. I don't know why we're here. I don't know why we're here. And get you two little baby frosties. That's dessert. No, oh, would it be upscale? I don't know what y'all upscale or chill. And chill is no less than Fridays. Let me just set some type of barometer here. Chill is no less than Fridays. Maybe Fridays or Starbucks for coffee at at the least, y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all cannot say McDonald's or Wendy's or Popeyes or none of that. So, Taco Bell. I'm joking. I actually disagree with that, John. I'm, I'm even though I was joking. I, I'm not saying McDonald's, whatever it is. I think, I, I think you. I don't think you should like count somebody's pockets. I'm very mindful not to count somebody's pockets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very cautious of that. I do think. I do think. I see both sides of the coin as, as the issue is if you go all out, you have to, like you gotta go up from there. You said the, yes. so if you go on the first date. Where like, you go? Where do you like it makes sense? Like yeah. you don't and the issue is you're gonna be held accountable or yes, you will. for the fact that the first date was you here. Yeah. And after that, you've you've only taken me here. So it's just mm-hmm. that's my perception. Well, I mean, I think that only works if you continue to have a balance, right? <clears throat> so, like, say if it's a upscale job, then you do something chill uh, with a purpose, but then you do upscale, back and forth type thing. Um, it depends on the type of person you're dealing with or whatever, but me personally, yeah, like, I'd rather go chill just because if it's a first date, I'm trying to get to know you. Um, and with the dating scene from what I hear nowadays, like, people real life be out here you know, just trying to get a free meal and be like, all right, peace, whatever. You know, I want to be mindful of my pockets. I should be able to be mindful of what I'm spending on somebody. If I want to, you know, spend some time with them, cool. If I feel as though they worth it, all right, I'm going to go ahead and spend the money. But it's a first date. So I don't know you for real. I don't know if you're worth this money or not. So I'm just go somewhere chill so we can talk. So name a name a chill, name a chill spot before Jamal answers. Give me a chill before I, because I don't want to say what you think chill is. I want to know what you think yeah. chill is. So what I think chill is is like, um, like a a drive through, a drive through movie date. Okay, like I'm a about drive to say, through movie date. No, 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 no. You was going. I was got Okay, go ahead. Drive through movie. <laughs> like date. A, okay, like drive through movie or like um, you mentioned something about like a cup of coffee or something like that. It, it depends. Like if I if I met somebody like at a a business event or something like that, right? And I'm like, okay. Mm, I'm kind of interested in this person because we do meet people at business events, right? And mm-hmm. there's some form of attraction there that is established. It's like, hey, let's go grab a cup of coffee. Let's talk about a few things. Might talk about, start talking about work, but it might lead into something else, right? So mm-hmm. it, it just kind of all depends. But those are my my two examples of like something chill. Is okay, that what do you say, Jam? Um, I think 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to be difficult, but I don't like either of these answers, like upscale okay. or chill. But I mean, okay. I, I, th I, I think you should focus on whatever your, like your intention is. Like if you really want to get to know the person, it shouldn't really matter. Mm. Like whether it's chill or upscale. Like if you're going to pick something upscale and all you're focusing on is like flashing how much money you have or trying to impress somebody, then mm. that's, you deserve the result of somebody like treating you that way. You know, like if all you want to do is like, I just want to prove to you that I have money over and over and over again, then you're going to be stuck in that cycle. You know, like yeah. I constantly have to prove that when if you're actually focusing on like trying to start a relationship with a person, like even getting to know them, I can be chill or upscale. You know, like I can think of since we're like in the D.C. area, you can take somebody to to the Kennedy Center at the Millennium Stage mm -hmm. that looks upscale, but that can be free. You know what I'm saying? Like you can yeah. find something that looks upscale and has a great experience, but you're focusing on like actually trying to build a relationship with the person. Mm -hmm. But if only thing upscale equals to that person is um, I'm shelling out cash to impress a woman, mm -hmm. then I think that's what you're going to get stuck with because that's what you're trying to use as quote unquote bait to like pull her in, not yourself, not your character and not your personality or any of that. And then, you know, I guess so I'm going to play devil's oh, advocate to that. I'm sorry. I was going to play devil's sure. advocate to that in the sense that I hear what you're saying, but yeah. I also would think of it on the other side of it is like, but I also want her to, to feel special or I want oh, her yeah. to, you know what I mean? So like, I'm not, not to diminish your point at all. I'm sure that yeah. you're still going to make that person feel that way, but you yeah. want to have, cause I don't, so like, do, do you think somebody would lose points if they go to Fridays off the first date or something like that? Like, you know, because you, you're, you're, you're kind of self-conscious. Your first date, you're self-conscious. You're like, yo, oh, yeah, absolutely. where we go is very important. Like where yeah, that yeah. first thing happened. And you if you meet somebody that you're like feeling, you want yeah. that first date experience to be something that's like, yo, you yeah. want to blow, the, blow their socks off, right? To a certain yeah. degree. I think for me, I would put the pressure on myself rather than the environment. Mm -hmm. You know, so like I'm going to show up and be the best version I can be. And that mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be limited to the atmosphere or limited to how much I can pay for something mm -hmm. like because you can take somebody to I don't know what what do we do we identify what's considered upscale no we did not Ruth's Chris okay I'll take it so yeah so if you take somebody to Ruth's Chris or you know you take a girl to Ruth's Chris but the conversation is dry like what does it matter she's probably gonna yeah. want more food because you ain't talking you know what I'm saying like or <laughs> right. if right. you're like a jerk towards the server or something like that that's that's not gonna be that's not gonna help you just because you're like oh i can i can buy everything on here i don't mind but she's like oh you're a loser though like what it doesn't right. it doesn't matter yeah and i want to play devil's advocate a little bit too though i also think where you take the person um and what you do and even if you have all those qualities you're talking about but it's not enough for the person that you took out it also lets you know that's probably not the person that you want to keep pursuing. And I, and I think that's really important because sometimes we like, all right, yeah, I like, oh, I spent all this money and I got like, I, I can tell that's all she cares about, whatever it is. I mean, that's part of like, the, it, it, it's, it is a risk. It's part of the gamble. But it also lets you, like, if you see that up front and you see that like, like literally on day one, bet, I know where I'm not, to, I'm like, I'm not investing my, not my time or my energy toward anymore, and I can just keep it pushing. Because I, I feel like if I, because I, I agree totally with Jan's point. I can also see that not being received well by every single female, and that's just being being like straightforward. 
Mm-hmm. And so it by because that would be my energy, and I can see like, yeah, I'm just trying to have fun. I'm trying to get to know you. Like I actually would take you to. I don't want to take you to places like where I I rather places we can have fun. And sometimes those spots aren't really super duper expensive. Like whether it's go kart yeah. riding, yeah. whether it's like a like you know what I'm saying stuff where I can we can kind of like it makes us like really get to know have a, a fun chill date. I think food should be on the table. My personal opinion. I think food should always be on the table. Yeah, but, food always brings people together, man. Like smart yeah, conversation. But I also, like yeah, but I also like I also. Like I'm trying to get to know you, and I want to be able to have like a loud conversation. I want to be able to like make sense. I don't want to have to be. And that's why I wouldn't. That's why I wouldn't do a movie. Like I, I saw a yeah. movie, and I'm like, I don't think a movie is a good first date. But I also wanted to highlight this point here that um, Brandy made. My only requirement is no first dates at home and no first dates at fast food spots. And I wanted to ask the question: Why can't we have? first dates at home like what's wrong with the dudes saying mm. no nah, really legit no nah, i'm not i'm not even trying to be funny i legit want to yeah. know because i'm like what if, what if the guy's like nah i can cook i have prepared a wonderful evening for both of you and i and mm. it's not nothing sexual it's actually just an intimate encounter where we really do get to know each other because it's not like this you know like fill the restaurant people i know it's not safe guys i know it's not safe but i'm saying if you if, if you so desire What's wrong with that? I guess is my question. It it yeah. sucks because of the society that we live in today. My first thought was it's not safe. Like I immediately went there. Like going to someone else's spot. I'm I'm talking about from a woman dating a man, or like, or even like period. It don't even matter what it is. Like yeah. if you are putting yourself in their territory, they're in a position where you don't know exactly what you're getting into as far as territory is concerned. They could have like four or five dudes in the next room, you know, ready to do whatever, right? Or um, mm. you you mess around, turn into a scary movie. You know what I'm saying? Like you just never know. And it's so, Mike. So couldn't they do that on the end. third or fourth date too? What? The same thing you're saying. You're yeah. saying like there's a sense of safety that happens after the third date or, or fourth date or seventh date or whatever amount of time that a guy could literally be like, all right, I'm gonna switch it up on his seventh date and be like, oh, let's have it at my spot. Your defenses are down because you've gotten cool and yeah. close to that person. And the same thing could go left in that predicament as it could the first date, hypothetically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hypothetically, you have a point. But I think choosing not to go to someone's house off of the first, second, third date type thing, at least it gives you some time to get to know this person and see what you're getting into. Because, I mean, in my opinion, you see some tall tale signs from some folks to be like uh, something like one red flag or two mm-hmm. red flags or something like that within that time to say, maybe I shouldn't go to this person's house or maybe we shouldn't have this continue to have this conversation at all. That's just, yeah, my opinion. On that. I think it sets an unwritten expectation too. Mm-hmm. I hate to admit it, but because of, because of society, like you said, because of societies, Mm-hmm. Because of like you know pressures, or because of just how things look on social media, or it could be somebody's past experience. I think having a date at somebody's house, it just has the tone that I'm trying to cook, feed you, and I'm and trying smash. to smash. And I don't, I wouldn't want to give off that perception. Even it doesn't matter whether it's true or not. It's to me at this point, you're only talking about perception. Because I agree, John. I, I agree. Like I like, and I, I mean, and I think even sometimes. Like back in the day, that used to be like a thing too. Like you know, like like I said, like I, I cooked, you know, whatever. Like suppose not even suppose I cooked. Suppose I first day I hired a, a in home chef, so neither mm-hmm. one of us would have to cook. But I just want to sit there and nice connect and get to know you. 
and yeah. or or I got an in-house cooking class, and the chef's coming in the house and show us how to prepare meal. That's actually a dope date. But yeah. because it's but it wouldn't happen house, according to Alicia and Brady. He's like, no, I'm just <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of, I, I mean, and I understand. I, I do. I I, I get the apprehension. I have two yeah. girls. I'm not trying to. I, I'm joking a little bit, but I also just want. No, to I know. agree with like, yeah. What do you think, Jam? First date, uh, no go. <laughs> yeah, at the house because people are creeps. Like you know, yeah. even even if it was in reverse, like say you know, for some guys, I'm like, oh yeah, she's inviting me over to her house. Man, she could have like whips and chains. You'd be man locked up in a basement somewhere. <laughs> you made <laughs> about you know, gentle. I'm not even <laughs> Whips and chains. What's so wrong with that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> going pretty good. I'm into this. I'm into this. What are you, you into that freaky stuff? I like it, girl. <laughs> you just nasty. <laughs> you gonna fight me while I'm chained up? I like it. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Next thing you know, your car keys. Are gone, like, <laughs> right? Your wallet is gone. Oh, it puts the funny. lotion on itself, or it gets the hose again. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. I, I think, I think overall, I get why women uh, and uh, are not into it. Right? It's not safe. I agree. It's not safe. You do get a sense of, you think you get a sense of, I should say, the person over time with dates, going on dates with the, that person, right? Um, but at the end of the day. Um, you do want to make sure that you are getting to know the person. I like Jam, I like Jam's answer, um, where you're just not. It's not about upscale or not about you know a chill thing as as much as it's about what's your intent. Is your intent to show off to that person and make them feel like, yo, I got bread, I can do this all day, or in and in, in, in a sense overcompensating for whatever is lacking within you, right? Because there's the I think to a certain degree when you feel like you got to run up run up the bank. You don't have something. There's a deficit somewhere else where you don't feel like you can have the conversations, whatever. And I, I also when I was when I used to date, like I would eat before the dates because I know how I eat. I don't know about y'all, but when I'm actually hungry, I'm gonna eat. And I'm I don't know what's gonna look like to that person receiving that food. Like they're gonna see me watching, watching me go in. I'm like, you don't want to see this. You don't want to see this. <laughs> so I might eat a burger or fries and some chips before I get 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 in the midst of that date. You know, just to prepare. And I know Jam says something about like kind of being prepared for that mentally. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that's a good that's a good question of the day. Um, so let's hop right into the topic, guys. So we're talking about today: Do men want to be husbands? And there's been some breaking relationship things that have occurred over the last actually 24 yeah. hours, I think. Um. There's just been, I think, Atia and Corey, they're not doing well, and they're looking to divorce. Um, I think Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. Yeah, they're looking yeah. to divorce. There's a clip that I wanted to share with you guys from, I think, a show that they have on Black Love. And here, here it goes. You don't know if it's genuine. You don't know, <laughs> you don't know if it's real. You know, at least I know Tia got my back, you know, to the grave. So I know she's with me, and she knows I'm with her. Mm -hmm. And that's just, you know, everything's not perfect. You know, marriage is work. And that's marriage is work. I'm not <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> that was day is black as fuck. She said, hold on. And let me finish. <laughs> you know, What'd you say, Corey? Corey, don't get cute. You know, for the rest of my life. Don't get cute, Corey. She can interrupt you. And then when everything, just save everything. Interrupt him, Tia. You don't know if it's genuine. You don't know. You don't know if it's real. You know, at least I know Tia got my back, you know, to the grave. So I know she's with me and she knows I'm with her. And that's just, you know, everything's not perfect. You know, marriage is work. And Marriage is work. I'm not here. I'm sorry. That. 
that thing cracked me up a little bit. It's the person, like the girl was like way too loud. But the reality is, uh, on that show, Black Love, Tia and Corey were having a conversation about how difficult marriage is, and of course, it, it doesn't age well because, as we all know. Now, Tia and Corey are looking to part ways, I think after 14 years, over irreconcilable differences. The question that I wanted to pose today is, do men want to be husbands? This is kind of a, a dual conversation between two different things. Uh, the way I will try to launch this conversation is this. So there's an initial thought process of how we believe marriage was before we got married. And then we got married. And now we're looking back at that thought process and did it align with the thought process or is it way off? That's the first thing. That's like the first sector of it. The second sector of it is do men actually want to get married according to TikTok and Instagram and, you know, what you see in the dating space and sphere? Are men still trash or are men like kind of showing up and showing out? Uh, are they trying to please women in the arena of being potential husbands? Uh, like what and what might be the reason why they might not want to, uh, I don't know, date or marry women in this climate. So we're going to deal with the first part of it now and then the second part of it later. So the first part of it, uh, and I'll start with Jamal since he's our special guest. So Jamal, you got married to Alicia and I know she's on here. So if you need to blink twice, let me know. But as we have, <laughs> as we have this conversation, do you know, did, did you think initially from what you thought marriage was versus like what you think it is now? Like, what's your, did it line up with exactly what you thought it would be? Or was it kind of like, man, this is not what I thought it would be. And I don't even know if I desired to be a husband to this degree of what it actually cost me to be a husband. Um, I think my perception of marriage stayed the same, but my understanding of what it means to be a <laughs> husband changed. That was, I think that was the hard part. Because I, I think before getting married, I had a, a really, I thought I thought I had a really good idea um, of what a husband is supposed to be, and then once I started trying to be a husband, I was like, "Oh snap!" So this is this is really what it's supposed to be about. Yeah. But my understanding of marriage was, I think that's been because even like <laughs> referencing the video, the guy was like, "You know, marriage is hard." Like I, I had already accepted that as a reality, you know, and I've even from my own personal upbringing seeing like my parents marriage and how difficult that was not to say that like i was just expecting everything to go terribly wrong but it was kind of like oh you know for better or for worse like this is just what what happens when you have two people who are trying to relate to one another but my expectation and understanding of how i was supposed to play that role that's the part that kind of threw me for a loop okay and who do you think taught you how to be a husband <laughs> um who taught me how to be a husband like up front, <laughs> like before or like where now? do you get where do you get your sense of how you feel like you're being a husband? husband, you're a husband. Yeah. yeah. Like where, yeah. where do you get your sense of like, no, I'm accomplishing that goal right? Um, based off of what I've seen or based off mm -hmm. of what I've read? Where do you where mm -hmm. do you get that sense of? Um, I think it's a mixture of conversations that I've had with like older men in my life. So like mm -hmm. my pastor, uh, my father, other men that I know who are married um also scripture and then i think a, another big portion of it is actually relating to my wife and understanding like what her needs are so like my understanding of what a husband is like i'm loving her and serving her so for me to effectively do the serving and loving i need to know how do you how do you want me to serve you because i can go with mm -hmm. just like 
all of these uh, preconceived notions of like, girl, this is what you want. This is what you need and never ask it. But yeah. that's that's not good service to her. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, what, what, what do y'all think? What do the other, other guys think here? And I'm sorry, Jam, how long have you been married, bro? Uh, it'll be six years in October. No, wait, it'll be six years. Dang, next week. I was about to say it's October. Yeah, I was about to so say, you know. yeah, say dang, Boy, I was about Friday. to I was about to say, oh my God. <laughs> no, he did all that talking. He got his anniversary. I just saw Alicia tackling you just now. So I was like, right. Lord, please, not on camera. Right. So you're good. <laughs> October what? <laughs> October 14th. October 14th. Cool. Yeah. So in, in less than uh, 10 days, nine days, bro. Yeah. All right. Just yeah. so you can count that on your calendar. All right. So cool. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, what what say you guys? What what do y'all think? Uh, Mike and T. Um, so repeat the question again, so we can kind of understand. Okay, so like the refresher is: What do yeah. you think versus like what marriage has become versus what marriage is? So like your your ideal thought process of what marriage mm -hmm. is when you got went into it, like yo, it's gonna be this, it's gonna be that, it's gonna be this, it's gonna be that. Did it measure up when you know looking back now as being married? Like, did it measure up to what you thought it was going to be or did it or did, or did it not? So, so parts of it did um, in reference to, you know, when you when you have, I guess, the the spiritual backing. Right. You got these uh, men in your life uh, prior to you getting married that kind of give you a tall, tall sign of what what you're going to get into. Right. Um, To say, like. Marriage is easy. It's going to be work and stuff like that. Yes, I was I understood it. But when you get into it, like you just you don't you don't realize it until you get into it. It's like, oh, oh, this is what they meant. I mean, he said it was going to be work, but he, I didn't know it was going to be like this. So it was it was like moments like that. And then there were some there were some other things, too. Like uh, I'm trying to I'm going back through my memory now. It's like I didn't I didn't realize how much sacrifice i would have to, like sacrifice of myself um that i will have to uh i guess uh, uh portray and i'm not saying in the sense of like i, I lose all <laughs> sense of myself right in that sense of uh, like sacrificing but more so like dying to like my pride in certain situations so i don't have to always have um uh the, the last say or i don't always have to have like a, I don't always have to like talk over somebody or like to get my point across because growing up, there were parts of me uh, socially where I felt like, yo, like I had to, like I was always quiet or kind of like reserved. And then even with my, my own uh, emotions and dealing with those things, I didn't feel like I always had a voice. So I had to, I had to learn like, yo, she actually is like listening to me. Right. Like I don't have to, be this voiceless person i don't have to like uh have the last word i don't have to be aggressive like i can actually talk to her and we're we're as equals you know, if that makes sense so cool. yeah it, certain things yeah but other things i just really just had no idea man no idea yeah and my thing my question is like too like what do you think is the hardest part of, about being a husband hmm. what's the hardest part about being a husband That jump is 24-7, 365. Um, 
you can't turn that off. <laughs> like that, you can't just be like, you know what? I'm not going to be a husband today. Like you could, but it it just will not go well for you, <laughs> like in the long run. But like realistically, like you can't turn that off. What you signed up for, you got the ring. You know what I'm saying? You got the T-shirt, whatever. Um, there there is no turning that back in. There's no turning that back off. Um, there could be moments where I'm just like, I'm exhausted with my day. Um, I've had all these different things thrown at me, whether it's from, from work, whether it's from, uh, dealing with like, you know, feelings and emotions towards like different hardships in my life or whatever, but I still have to show up. Um, and there are, and, and it's, I had to realize like, it's, it's, it's not her fault. Like I can't choose. I don't have to, or I shouldn't choose not to show up because all these other things happen to me. Like she deserves for me to show up, even if I'm exhausted or even if I'm tired and stuff like that, because that, those things weren't her fault. Like she didn't cause those things on me, if that makes sense. So I, I think those, that's one of the hardest uh, things for me. Like I still have to show up 24, seven, 365. Yeah. What do you think, Jam? Hardest thing about um, being a husband. Uh, I think, I guess two answers. The first answer is, I think it depends on the husband. Like it depends. Not about for you, for you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. getting ready to answer that. Oh, okay. Um, um, but yeah, like I think in general, like it, it depends on the marriage because everybody's challenge can be different. But for me, it's. Uh, I think it's really been. I'm trying to think of the, the best way to to phrase it or or to word it or whatever. Um, but like really dealing with myself, and like having to. As I'm sure you guys have heard that marriage is kind of like a mirror. So mm-hmm. your wife or your spouse or whatever shows things about you that you overlooked or you didn't see. Mm-hmm. So actually having to like face those things and deal with them, I think has been the hardest part because it's like you think you have, at least for me, like I, I felt like I had a, a good understanding and a good grasp of who I was and, you know, all the elements about myself. And then you get into this intimate deep relationship you find out oh snap there's a lot of stuff here that's trash that i didn't know about (laughs) and so like having having to deal with it i think has been the hardest yeah i i would say i underestimated the work like i i hate when people say that marriage is hard work because i don't think that's i don't think that's a fair assessment of what marriage (laughs) really i don't think it's fair that's like saying something's hard work is like, oh, okay, I, I'm down. I'm down for work. I like work, like working. Like, no, I, I no, no. I feel you on that. Yeah, no, that's, no, like that's not, yeah. and it's not, and I would, and I, I guess because I wanted to say too, um, T and I have two kids, like a piece, and mm. not together, just want to make that clear too. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, Jam and, uh, and Mike, not yet, right? So that, that factor also plays into this conversation as well because the kids make a very um, big gapping, gaping hole within like, yo, trying to find some sense of uh, autonomy with that person Mm -hmm. that you like, like, like legit, I will be trying to have a conversation about anything, any topic at all. And my kids will literally interrupt every thought that comes into my mind. They, they do it all the time. Like, it's like, doesn't even like, it's just ridiculous. So I guess that point too, it makes it even harder. So like that word, when people say marriage is work or marriage is hard work, I think it's miscategorized as work. It's really just like, it's 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 fr- it's frustrating. I, I I would even say because it's like you're looking at the situation like like Jan was saying like 
you it shows you where you lack a lot of times, right? It shows you how you suck a lot of times. And even as being a father, too, like it shows you where, like, legit, I don't feel like doing this. And I know T can attest to it. I don't want to play with you with Barbies right now. I don't want to do that. I would rather sit here and watch the game or chill and, and talk to T or talk to Mike. Yeah. I don't want to do whatever it costs me to do. And so that's why I was like, you know, I really don't know if men want to be husbands anymore. I don't think it's something that is desirable or I mean, I know it could be in, in the kingdom or Christianity. It's honorable. But the realities of the, the I think the weight of uh, being a husband is too difficult. And I think that it's not the climate in which we grew up in where it was more hidden now everything relationship is more front street. Everything relationship is like TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, mm -hmm. whatever. Okay. It's always in yeah. the forefront of our minds. And so a lot of times I feel like men are getting a better sense of what marriage is than previous iterations of men. So like men from like 10 years ago didn't have a clear sense of what marriage was, in my opinion. But I think because of the spread of information and the uptick of social media, I think people are getting a, a more, uh, I don't know, in-depth view of what marriage is and the work and the and the toughness and and to be honest you know sometimes the women talking over talking you like like what just happened on the clip and not not to say that he got because he, he was just weird by just cutting her off like that but but <laughs> yeah. legit legit it like it's just it's tough to have that 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 kind of back and forth relationship relationship with that person and i mm -hmm. think in the in the climate that we live in it's just social media just makes it very hard to see past women in a, in a view that's like oh no there's women out here that want to serve their husbands i don't think that there there are a lot of women that are like that and this is my view period i don't think there's a lot of women that want to serve their husbands correct me if i'm wrong so i i think it just sucks because of how powerful social media is how powerful entertainment is as if it wasn't before like it really is now man because it's so readily accessible to us before yeah. we had to read some stuff in the newspaper um watch tv listen to the radio now it's literally in the palm of our hands with the technology that we use like within our everyday lives we got all these different apps and stuff to access our <clears throat> excuse me our uh uh bank accounts and our emails and you know being able to call somebody on the whim but that same thing we get notifications about social media all the time notifications about news notifications about everything yeah and because of how powerful that is how much of an influence it has on our lives um people legit don't realize like first of all the the social media game and the like it's all entertainment but for folks that i think we talked about this last episode too so so for folks that look at that as a way of life like kids that are growing up and that's all they gonna know and next thing you know 10 uh 15 years from now they've developed their personalities and their expectations on life around what they've saw on this, on this entertainment. Mm -hmm. Like they, they view that as life. And once you do that, man, you see the, <laughs> uh, the, the real housewives of Atlanta, Hollywood, whatever like that. And you, and you start yeah, to yeah. see these different things happen on entertainment, man. It's just, it's a false sense of reality. And so, but that's so what they're going to see is real. So my question is why should, and, it, I'm, I, and I hope uh, Terrence can chime in here, but why yeah. should, why should men want to have wives? Like, why in this economy where we're talking about, especially where we're talking about social media and talking about like a lot of the the narrative being shifted because of social media? Why should men want to get married with all this information widespread? Yeah, I, I think if it's okay, I think that asking the question that way 
kind of sets men up either way. Like, I think it should start with should the man even want to be a husband? Because like, but that was already the question. But I I, yeah. I want to know do like like do men even want to like want wives? Like like of course they so like they can want to be husbands and still not like what they see as wives. But no, I mean the the reason I say that because like that makes when when you say do men want want wives that focuses on like women as kind of like objects like that that's the that's the main thing i'm getting mm -hmm. when if you're coming from the perspective of no i'm going to focus on being a good husband that's different because you may want a wife and mm -hmm. not consider yourself a good husband don't care about how how effective of a husband you're going to be never pay any attention to that so you're only focusing on i want a wife that can serve me or do I this that, or that whatever whatever mm -hmm. like so i think you, you, that question can be Kind of taken the wrong way because i'm sure a lot of men based off of what they hope or you know look to look to see like a wife would be yeah they want mm -hmm. wives but does that mean they want to actually be a husband you know because that's two different things you know like yeah i i want a nice car but do i want to pay for the oil change do i want to go get it maintenance do i want to go do all that stuff it's two different mm -hmm. you know uh view, viewpoints in my opinion so 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 to that right um I, I get what you're saying as far as like uh, how the question is asked determines like, you know, whether you want to be, I guess, in a, a manner of like wanting like things for you rather than wanting to be something for someone else. Um, at the same time, to kind of answer both of them, right, to answer both questions, do men want wives based off of what I see, like if I'm just viewing Again, social media and entertainment and stuff like that. Uh, nah, I, I'm. I think I'm good. <laughs> like I'm good without whatever. If that is the example, if that is the bar, like what we're seeing out here on media's now, then I'm good without that. Without like like like, like the, I, I guess a better way to ask it is yeah. if you never met Alicia, if you never met your wife, your potential spouses that you have right now, and you had to marry somebody in this 2022 based off of the, the the year in which we are living in because i feel like that that's really the the question it's like yo if i had to make a decision to marry somebody right now would it be a different would i have the same level of comfort that i had however many years ago or would i be like man mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know because i don't know her ideology i don't know how she thinks and i think and if tiktok or snapchat whatever facebook whatever mm -hmm. has that that pull on her because we yeah. talk about all the time even last episode like women seemingly according to social media really want men to have money and money is the more supreme thing and they align that with provider or being a provider and mm -hmm. so the question is oh well if i'm not if i don't have if i'm not high net worth then do i want to go down a road open the door of trying to marry somebody because the reality is me as the man has to choose the woman before that before that wife situation happens like i'm the one that gets on the knee traditionally and ask her to marry me. So that's why I was saying, framing the question, like, do men want wives in this climate of 2022? Don't all speak at once. <laughs> so I, I think part of my challenge, because I actually do like the question, um, I think part of my challenge is, and because I, I, I'm listening to Jan's point, and I do like Jan's point, I think you could have everything figured out from your lens like okay i'm very self-reflective as a man I, I i actually like i don't i don't i i'm not looking at this 
to gain anything from like, you know, I want to, I want to serve, I want to love a partner or whatever it is. It still requires the other party to do that part. And I think that is like, I, I think that's, so I think when I hear the question, I'm hearing, are there vast amounts of men who may have, re- who reached that status to what Jam is talking about, who believe there are women out there who are also doing the same work on themselves to be something worth pursuing, you know? And so part of my challenge is, I think at the end of the day, like I said, again, I, my lens is a little bit skewed because I became a husband and less than a, less than a year later, I became a father immediately. And so mm-hmm. my experience as a husband is almost like shot because it's also, you became husband slash father immediately. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, so now yeah, your lens of, your your lens your you know like your what I what I have to now do in this role has changed. Um, How, do you feel like you wouldn't suggest? Speaking oh, absolutely, in? absolutely not. Absolutely, why, why, I, and, and and why though? But like, take because I never got to experience my wife as a wife. I got to experience her as a girlfriend. I, I guess as a fiance, I never got to experience her as just only a wife. And I think that significantly yeah. hindered our relationship. I, I mm-hmm. not think I know for a fact it did, because mm-hmm. well, for 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 the man, it's easy for me because I'm not carrying a baby, so mm-hmm. it's easy for me to like to be easily annoyed and easily triggered and be bothered. But she, like literally inside her, she's going through something that I will just there's very few things that we'll never be able to understand. That's periods and childbirth. We won't be able to we, we won't grasp it, and there's nothing we can do. Period. And so, pun intended. But my point is, like, it's, it's, I don't, and so what you experience, because what you try to your best to root out expectations as a newlywed, you really do, but you can't rule out discomfort and dissatisfaction. And so, in this quest of, of, you know, my partner trying to be a better wife, she's also dealing with physical changes, mm-hmm. emotional changes hormonal changes, mm-hmm. moving changes, trying to get a larger space, you know, mm-hmm. career changes. There were so many things where there's no time for, for to serve each other. Now mm-hmm. we got to immediately start serving another person. Mm-hmm. I don't advise that for anybody. I actually really mm-hmm. wish, you know, but again, it's a, it's societal pressure. I'm pushing, I'm 30. I think I was 20, like 29, I was 30. So it's like, oh, you it's, 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 it's that time. You don't want to be 40 years or old trying to chase around like a baby. Like you need to, it's, it's that time. Like, and it's yeah. just, it is true, oh, but man, it's just like, it's, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It's just, but you know, I didn't like you, but at the same time, like you, are you ready? And like, like, you know, like, are you really ready to be like, are you really ready to be a father? You just feel like you need to just do it, you know, like whatever it was. So I think I have that lens, but then also I think, I, and I've always, I've been public about this. The mm-hmm. lens of my father dying alone has has like really changed me dramatically, mm-hmm. you know, and he had ostracized. I mean, he had been married three times. I think he'd been married three times at that point. Mm-hmm. He had been on his third marriage. And so, and they all ended and he had, he had all, he had several relationships with all the women in his life, including his daughters. And so it's like, literally he's decomposing in the house for three days before anyone knew what had happened. And wow, so man. my, my fear is, like, do you want to be married? I think my lens always says, I, I just don't want to die alone. 
And, mm. you know, and I don't prefer the company of men. So, so it's like, at the end of the day, if you, if you're not be there with you, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, so I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't want to die alone. So like, yeah. it, it, and it, it, and I would feel like marriage is a, you know, it's the idea of growing old with somebody like, you know, like, you know, like growing old with somebody, having like a close friend, a partner, like, you know, someone there to like, you know, like for better or worse, it's, I mean, the, a lot of the worst will come at the end. Like, you know, somebody like I'm looking at my stepfather right now. He can barely get up and down the steps. Like, so yeah. like my, my mm-hmm. mom, you know, and like, like that's and I like I, and I'm public about this, like even my my uncle. And that's why, Jam, I'm, I'm hearing what you said, Jam. Like, I, I'm only going to share this right now. I, I don't think my mom would bother me sharing, sharing it. But my uncle is married. And I am emphatically disappointed at his wife because the fact that my mom, my, my, my uncle has Alzheimer's or dementia. He's early mm-hmm. stage of dementia. So the person who's supposed to be taking care of his finances, his, 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 his accounts, you know, make sure he's getting service is his wife. But right now it's my mom, so she now has to play the role of of husband. I mean, of wife to her husband, and now she's doing it being caretaker to her brother because his wife didn't is not stepping up. Mm. I don't care how you slice it. There's no reason on this planet that this woman is not stepping up to this plate. Why is this burden falling on my mom? You know, and so I have this level of frustration right now, like you know, to the point where it's just it's that lens of like, you know, we can have we could do. Everything as far as our part, but there's still another part that a party that has to step up and do their part. And it it does really require, like we say, it's work. The burden comes in when one person is working harder than the other person mm-hmm. and it becomes very draining, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think you, um, thank you for sharing that, man. Um, <clears throat> and I think it's really, in- a really interesting point that you brought up was, like the whole how outside relationships can play a toll on like your marriage and even considering like your kids being an outside relationship, right? Like you, 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 it started off with just you and your wife and then immediately went to you, your wife and and kids. So in, in my opinion, even though that's a inside the family relationship, that's still an outside relationship compared to just you and your wife. So given mm-hmm. that example with um, like your your mom and your, your uncle and stuff like that, like uh, I I can see how that can be like outside relationships can be draining on on a relationship like that. And and that goes back to the question, like, do do men really want to be husbands? It's like, yo, like, first, we got to know what we getting into. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to know what your family's like, for real. I got to know, like, what your other relationships are like, because if you if I am like proposing in reference to like me being a husband and you not fully understanding what being a wife means, then it's, it's kind of like, why would I want to get into something like that? Like, why would I want it to be one-sided if I know that up from jump, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. yeah. I actually think too, a a lot of it and Jam, you can hop in. Jim, did you have something before I even go Jam? Yeah. Like uh, I agree. I, I agree with everybody in regards to like, at the end of the day, no, you don't want to be married to somebody that like Terrence in your uncle's situation, somebody that's not going to take care of you, you know, you know, that, that, that sucks. And I'm sorry that, that, that is the case right now. And I've even seen it, you know, fairly recently, you know, men that I know have gotten married to people that they thought were like their dream woman, their dream girl. Mm-hmm. And then once they 
jump the broom, you know, things switch up and it sucks. And it's very, it's very unfortunate. And like, when I say focusing on us as men trying to be, do our best at um, being husbands, cause that's the thing that we can control. You can't really control like whether a woman's going to be an actual wife or not. Mm. I think the best you can do is you can hope and do your best to try to identify characteristics that you hope yeah. are going to be values that exist in her. Because right. at the end of the day, she can check off all the marks and then, you know, for, for whatever reason, switch up, you know, whether it's yeah. a traumatic experience that she has or whatever. And that sucks. But the only thing we can control is is us. And I think in a lot of these situations, uh, even in people's responses to society and stuff like that, oftentimes we're putting a lot of pressure on the other person. And I, I just don't think that's fair. You know, like, yes, we can have expectations. Yes, we should have standards. But it's almost at the point. And I think this can go back both ways, you know, um, male and female. But like, we're trying to control the other person to say, like, you have to be this. But like, no, like, you can't control other people, regardless mm -hmm. of what you do. So you have to do your best to be your best. You know, that that's, that's just the point that I want to make. Yeah. I think I, I, one of the things that I think is a major um, key, I should say, like is, is the idea of learning and unlearning within marriage. Um, and I was thinking about this as, as Terrence was talking, because I was like, man, like legit, even with his situation, um, I couldn't imagine being married and then having kids. I just, I'm sure. Yeah, like that I'd be literally back no, no, to I'm, back. I'm sure I would not have made it because there's so many things in that. So like, well, one mm -hmm. of the things I know is illuminated very clearly for me in having kids is that they need to be served so much and and it's to the degree that that you become you as a husband can become jealous of your child being served outserved than than you mm -hmm. so like if you see your child being catered to in a way that is not like even close to what you're catered to there's no shot there's no shot at even jovita or any other woman out here who has kids it's just legitimately like the child needs certain things like they need the milk. They need the thing. They need they need this. They need the food. They need they need a boppy or whatever other thing that, you know, <laughs> kids need toys, all, whatever the case may be. No, reality wise, the husband sees it as you think this is more this child is more significant than me or this person is more significant than me. And, that, and to have that dynamic happen within like months of marriage, I don't even see how to how to navigate that. I'm just being honest. So, but I think I, the point I was trying to make though is that to what, like, our, our, not even a point, I have a question more so. To what degree do you think learning is ex happens in the midst of like marriage on the fly, like kind of learning how to be a husband? Like, cause I know we talked a lot about like, yo, I got this from somebody, whatever. But like, to what degree of is your learning curve once you become a husband? Like, is it like exponential or is it kind of like, slow steady like what to what degree was your learning curve or do you learn at all do you be like man i am who i am you just grow to learn how i am you know i, I think for me personally um i so the the type it, it goes back to like the type of field of work that i do right and i use this as an example for a reason um i work in it and there's a level of like troubleshooting that i'm constantly doing to resolve an issue like if an issue comes up i have to find like the root cause analysis like i have to do that root cause analysis to figure out how we get here okay and and how to identify what the fix might be so the fact that that's kind of ingrained in me now by the time i got into marriage 
um, or sorry, into a relationship that led to marriage, I am, I've already built this mindset of like troubleshooting when issues happen. It's like, okay, this, this, uh, I don't know, you, my wife feels a certain way about something today, like something that I did. Okay. I've identified what the, the root of the issue was hopefully, <laughs> you know, by this time, well, at least I know to ask the right questions. I'm starting to ask questions like, how do we get here? How do we get here? Okay, cool. Now that I figure out how we get here, how do we resolve it? How do we get to a level of resolution? And what is the actual resolution that we're looking for? It's not a resolve where like, I only, I'm the only one that gets peace out of this, or you're the only one that gets peace out of this. How do we get to a point where we're back in you know, our, our level of cohesion where we're both happy and how do we make sure that this doesn't happen again? Like recognizing triggers and things like that. So we don't bring ourselves back here. Um, kind of forgot how we even got to this question, but yeah, um, that's that. I, like <laughs> to, I was saying to a degree, learning is important <laughs> within marriage. So like just the yes. idea that learning, like, it, and is it important? Like I just, I really mm -hmm. want to, because I feel like a lot of times women are, are I believe, like we, we got to sense to that last episode. Women are yeah. complaining about who they either married or who they aspire, like the men that they see in their court, like in their mm. space or sphere. And they're like, man, men are trash. And they're making these these uh, deductions and these claims based off of what they see. But I, I wanted to ask this question because I think sometimes there could be a misconception that you get married as a whole, as a whole person. Versus getting married as a becoming person. Like, I'm still, I'm not, I was trash when they married me. <laughs> and then <laughs> over time, I've been trash and gradually not trash. And then now I'm like, yeah. maybe more more desirable. But it's because of the learning piece that I've developed that I got to change X, Y, and Z about me. Or she needs to change X, Y, and Z about her. That maturation even, like, happened. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of times yeah. that's yeah. what's happening. But I'm not sure. That's one of the TV or you guys' thoughts about that. No, I mean, I definitely uh, think learning is essential. Like if you're not mm -hmm. open to learning, I think your marriage is already in the decline. Like, because things can switch up day two. You know, you could be married like, oh yeah, the honeymoon, da, 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 all that stuff. People, I've, I've heard people have fights on their honeymoon. You know what I'm saying? So like mm -hmm. yeah, in this, this season yeah. of it's supposed to be exciting. I mean, personally, <laughs> we, we had, you know, little fights on our honeymoon. So Did it's supposed to be like not you and Alicia. Yeah, man. Yeah. So like you know, that is impossible. Um, relentlessly crazy. real and raw. Oh yes, we we um no, yeah. I mean, we had you know like <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but um, I think if you're not open to like adapt or learn, and you're you're not gonna progress. You're not gonna get anywhere. And like that's not fruitful so i mean I, I think you definitely have to be open to learning and committing to learn yourself mm -hmm. and then learn your spouse too because every day people are changing you know yeah. hopefully, hopefully as a person right. yeah hopefully as a person in general you should be continuing to grow yourself you know and mm -hmm. not trying to be stagnant but I, I think john there was something you said that i wanted to respond oh, okay sorry i just i just remembered mm -hmm. um i think you were mentioning uh, women complaining about like either the person they're thinking about they're getting married to or who they're mm -hmm. going to be married to this idea of like all, all men are trash or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes what can happen is we can get married or get in these relationships or whatever. And we show a good, you know, 
front, not front, like false, but we show up a certain way mm-hmm. and we don't follow through with those things. So you can, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, for, for instance, like I, I think once entering our relationship and kind of dealing with some things that were hard and difficult for us, I didn't show up the way that I believe, well, one, I didn't expect I would show up. Like I had, oh, I should have done this better, but I didn't do it. And Alicia had the same kind of like, I'm expecting you as my husband, because this is who you portrayed yourself to be, to -hmm. show up in these situations. And I didn't do that. So like in those situations, like I faltered, I didn't do what I say, said I was going to do. And I didn't follow through with who, you know, I proclaimed I was going to be. And so in that situation, you know, for Alicia, people like, oh, he got me with the okie doke. You know, he he presented himself as this, that, and the third. (laughs) But now trouble situation comes up and he's not. It makes me think of, uh, since I've heard this song so many times, it's uh, that song by Lizzo. She's like, why men great when, you know, how's it it go? I don't know. I don't listen to Lizzo. Uh, how's it go? I would share no, for it. Alicia, Alicia tell me it was like, why men great until they have to be great? So it's like these situations that come up that test you that mm-hmm. you're supposed to show up and whether it's be like knight in shining armor or whatever, and you don't do it. And mm-hmm. that can be challenging. And I think it can go both ways too. You know, I know, I know we like to balance it out and, you know, no, Jabal, we, we, don't do have, we don't do that here. <laughs> it's always one sided. Um, it's, it's always one sided. <laughs> yeah, why men great till they got to be great? But like, yeah. I think that 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 happens, you know, and that can be that can be challenging. It was challenging for me, but it can be challenging as a man to be like, yo, I thought I was doing okay, and mm. I think sometimes men check out. They're just like, whatever. I, I I am like you said, John. You mentioned it's like, well, I'm not gonna learn. I'm just gonna. This is who I am. Either you're gonna love me or leave me. Whatever. But mm. I think if we're <sighs> committing to being husbands that's something like all right well what can i do to try to change and grow um and show up yeah I don't that, know. I mean, no I, I like that i like that go um, ahead t i want to get i want to get chimed in my, so I, I don't have a I, I don't it's gonna sound like a push i don't have a push because i actually agree with everything james said i think one of my issues where i think i fail is because um I, so one thing i like I, and i will say this I, I was actually talking about this with like in therapy today and John talks about this all the time. The idea that I know we talk about you were always growing, but the other thing is that you are different at different points in your life. So 30 year old me is way different than 40 year old me. Mm-hmm. And the, the and another thing that happens is you are actually, as I'm, as she, well, she explained it, that when you become 40, you actually are at that point, you're kind of who you are, who you are. Like at that point, you like like this is who you are, and so because uh, she she talks about like that's why it's called a midlife crisis or whatever. But she, she says she hates that phrase because you kind of at that point you actually know that what you want, and usually by the age of forty you can really go out and get what you want, which is why you go out and get these certain things and start doing these certain things because it's you're into it and and you no longer care about anything else to try to stop you from wanting those things because at this point. I've done the whole living for somebody else. I've done the whole, and now I'm at a point where I want to do what I want to do because I know what I like and what I'm into, and I'm gonna I'm gonna activate it. Um, the issue is of of 
that can sometimes come off as you've changed. And what happens is the person who you're with has to love anybody, like the phrase, anybody can love who you were, but are you going to love who I'm becoming? And the same mm-hmm. thing, vice versa. Like, because again, 20 year old version of my spouse is different from 30 year old of my spouse. Just like the 40 year old version of my spouse is going to be different. All those things. And so my, my, I don't say my, I don't, I don't say my push to what Jam is saying or my challenge is, is a lot of times you, while you're working on self and while you're trying to be self-reflective and try to be, you know, like try to like, okay, I, I, I need to get better at this. And you're like, I need to get, I don't do this well. I don't do this well. If the other party is not doing that same work, it's, it's very challenging because what, like it is, especially in this climate, like the one thing about this climate like that we're in is with the climate that we have right now, we don't have that, that climate where I'm just going to work it out regardless. We literally live in a society where this is not making me happy. I can, and I, and I can literally choose better or choose different or choose none at all. I'm out versus before that didn't exist. And particularly for women. And so, you know, like I mean, studies have shown divorce rates are higher now, but a lot of that it has is predicated on women. It's not. It's predicated on more rights that have been granted and more free, more powers, more responsibilities, more that has been granted to women. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. Like, I, I, and I want people to think I'm saying that's a bad thing. I am not saying that's a bad thing at all. I actually tend to think a lot of other marriages historically would have ended if women had more privileges, more powers, more rights, and etc. So I don't even like even comparing today's like marriage statistics to statistics from fifty years ago. It's that it's not, it's not a fair comparison because of like the rights of, of and roles of women. But what I will say is, I don't think the idea of the idea of I think even scripturally, God holds both men and women to a level of work and a level of responsibility in the relationship, and both parties really have to be all in to doing the work. And I think the danger really comes in if one party is not, if one party is not doing the work or if one party is bothered about the work the other party is doing, you know, it's just like, and it just, it just becomes very, it could, it could become very toxic real quick. And like I'm looking at that data that you that John presented earlier. Like you know, you got people would say, you know, well, marriage would, would marriages would last longer if 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 the man was able to provide. We just saw two examples. It's not true because who can provide more than Tom Brady? <laughs> like like who who God. can provide who can provide God. more than like yeah? I mean, Jesus. other than outside of God, yeah. I'm just saying like it 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 it. it Ultimately, it really does take more than just, you know, ability to provide. Like, and people say, well, and it, just like men would say, well, you know, marriage would last longer if if the women took care of their bodies and, and looked better and, and took care of their how, how they arrive and whatever it is. Well, I mean, there's a lot of examples of women who who vi- vi- like visibly take care of their bodies, putting a lot of work in their in their beautifications of, and it's still in shambles like it just yeah. really does take more That's than when it comes 
it, it just takes more. Yeah. You know, and I don't I, know. I don't mean to call I, 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 I will end this my input. I don't I, yeah. I don't know if I do not and I and I say this like I say this respectfully. Being respectfully being married for 10 years. You're as ready as you think you are. If you're not married, you don't know Jack. You don't know. You don't know it.